Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Josh Denhart. I have, am the creator of leadministry.com, Lead Volunteers as a course, Lead Up as a course, and lots of other fun things. But we are on the podcast today to talk about a fun topic, but I'm gathered here to get today with my friend Jeff. Jeff, uh, uh, we are back in action. We For a while, we were actually recording not in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it led to its own set of <laughs> random difficulties. <laughs> it I sure had, did. Uh, a stretch there with the, some recording with difficulties. My microphone, yeah. so I had the pleasure of re-recording and fixing some things. But we we got them out, and definitely glad to be back in person. It's yeah. a lot easier to talk to you face to face instead of through an earphone. So it sure we're is. Super thankful for that. Absolutely, and. Uh, this is probably the sixth or seventh episode where we have actually recorded video with these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely be looking out at the Lead Volunteers, Lead Ministry Instagram, Facebook pages where we might be posting little snippets of the podcast yes. for everyone to, to take in too. So it's a kind of a fun new layer to this thing yeah. as we keep learning what we're doing as we go. It's That's kind right. Of fun. That's right. And uh, the fun thing is we try to practice what we preach, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would have been fun to have a video component when we first started, but let's let's execute and be successful with one thing before adding another mm -hmm. layer, right? No, that's a, a really good point. It's made the podcast... I think a little easier and more fun that's for right. us as we get in. It might have been a little stressful trying to do too much at once. That's so. exactly right. And so that's a good lesson for all of us, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, today the big idea is don't cry wolf. I think mm. a story we've all heard before, the... Aesop's like, fable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't cry wolf. And as the story goes, you probably know it, but let's assume that you don't. <laughs> There's a, uh, a young shepherd boy and he's out in the field and he just thinks it'd be fun to get a little attention, and so he... It's boring work being a shepherd. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I understand. <laughs> Got to create your own excitement. Right. But think of it a different way. Yeah. <laughs> so he stirs up the pot by crying wolf. And so, of course, the townspeople come running around, and, of course, the townspeople discover... Th there is no wolf. There is no wolf. And so mm -hmm. they're kind of like, meh, drama. They yeah. go back to their business. Next couple weeks, the kid is like, man, kind of bored. Let's stir this thing up. And again, he cries wolf. The townspeople come running out and... There's no wolf yet again. Yet again. At this point, the townspeople, whether the, the young boy knows it or not, they are being conditioned. They're a little over it. They're, they're a little <laughs> over it. And now, not only are they over it, they're thinking, you know... I, I, th th there's, I, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This guy, um, he's just telling tales. I'm over it. And I'm so over this it. third time, he wolf shows up. Wolf shows up. He, and cries, he cries wolf. And nobody comes. Nobody comes. Uh, so the idea is don't do that. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I, I have to say, Jeff, um, in full disclosure, I am a person who who can succumb to exaggeration, maybe hyperbole. I have a I have a flair for the dramatic, mm -hmm. okay? Um, but I have to be cautious not to overinflate or overcommunicate the needs that I have in my ministry. Mm -hmm. And other yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, well that's kind of the the lens or the direction that we're headed in today when we're 
kind of maybe presenting things to senior staff for when we are uh, describing the state of our ministry. Mm-hmm. We want to be careful how we articulate that because it can lead to a cry wolf situation. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, continue, Josh. That, it, it, that's where we're headed. That's exactly right. So it, it, it I hearken back to a time in uh, in ministry at church, and there was a uh, a leader of an area, and he stood up in front of the congregation. He was actually given the microphone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a large event was coming up, and he just boldly almost got emotional and is almost chastising in a sense the congregation for their non-participation this is how behind the eight ball he was and so he was calling everybody to action in a sense he was saying wolf and a ton of people came forth interestingly enough too many people came forth because they heard his cry and they took him seriously Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is, is that in retrospect, he didn't, true story, he didn't know how many people he actually needed. Hmm. He just thought, well, I need a ton. Yeah. Okay, not a good move. And so if, but here, little side note, one good thing is to know your needs. Mm-hmm. Do you need 12 people or do you need 24? I know, we, we, we need a lot. That's not what I'm asking, pal. Yeah, yeah. Like, how many do you need? And I rem- I'll never forget when he was asked that question, he didn't know the answer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not a good move. It, what, go Especially church wide, because you, you think you have all of those people that come forward and they're like, "All right," it's like, "Oh, well, actually, we don't, we don't need you." And they're like, "Well, perfect." There's my <laughs> stamp of I really don't need to serve, That's and that kind of exactly right. puts an X over any other ministry that might ask them to serve because, like, oh, but like, do you really? And so yes. crying wolf not only affects your whole ministry, but it could be a, a church-wide echo where everyone starts to think, what? I, I, I'm, I'm not totally buying into this. Yeah. So, so really, it's, it's, it's out of this unnecessary exaggeration that you inevitably shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we, I have told this story before on the podcast. I do feel to sum up this, this leader who over-asked, I'm going to tell the story again. So, um, lo and behold, I take over that big event years later, mm-hmm. and I approach a lady. We'll call her Barb. I'll call her Barb because that was her name. And then Barb, I say, hey, would you like to participate in this big upcoming event? And her body language just changed on a dime, and mm-hmm. she crossed her arms, pulled back, and said, I will never participate in that event. And she went on to tell me, you you remember the story, don't you? mm -hmm. Well, of course, she was one of those people who was sitting in the audience and rose to the occasion. And she came and the person who was accepting volunteers to plug them in said, we don't need you. We have too many. And she was like, "Ah, ah, 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 ah. you find me a place, homie. (laughs) I have cleared my schedule for Mm -hmm. this. She got so burned uh, that, that, that it stuck with her and she never participated again. So yeah. what you what you said and what you assumed could happen actually did happen. And even under a brand new leader, me, mm-hmm. she was burned enough that she was like, eh, 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 don't yeah. cry wolf on me. Where, where have you seen this play out in different situations, whether it be for an event or going to the senior leadership team and, oh, and presenting baby. some of these things? Do you have any examples to kind of maybe hone in a little bit of what, 
situations we're talking about here? Yeah. So I would say the the most, uh, in my opinion, one of the most dangerous ones is the one that we've already shared. Mm-hmm. Going in front of the congregation, over yeah, yeah. asking for volunteers. Okay, let's put that one aside. But you know, Jeff, I have actually been um, guilty of going to senior leaders to showcase my needs. Mm-hmm. And in order to get my needs solved, or what I wanted to have them be solved, I oversold my case. I painted a little bit more of a darker image. Mm-hmm. Um, I shared that our budget this or our volunteers this, and we were a little bit crazier than we. And then guess what? The executive pastor did some homework, and he dug in, and he asked some questions. He did some observations, and then he came back to me and said, "You know, I, I actually, I, I, I." took a an eye for myself and i just don't think that it's that bad mm-hmm. guess what jeff i lost a serious amount of credibility at that point yeah. um, another scenario is that i i listened to my team my team right and and they had a problem and i listened and i saw almost tears in their eyes well little did i know that they were over exaggerating or they had become too emotionally involved in the hardship of what they were wanting me to change. And then I marched forward and took it to the executive pastor. This was another scenario where I wasn't exaggerating on my behalf. I just was repeating what I had just heard. Hmm. And I got I got burned. And so then I had to take the tact that the executive pastor had taken with me a couple of years earlier. I listened to my team. I call it trust and verify. I absolutely trust you that the nursery is going in a, it, it's, it's, it's hard right now. Mm-hmm. I totally trust you. However, I'm going to verify that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, uh, I'm curious just to tease this out a little more. Yeah. What are some of those things that maybe you're asking the senior leaders or your volunteers were asking you uh, just yeah. again for some tease out examples sake? Sure. I would say that in church ministry, there are typically three main areas or three main, I'm going to call them resource buckets that Hmm. either you feel like you don't have enough of, or there is competition with other ministry leaders for those resources. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one, I would say clearly volunteers. There is a discrete amount of what I'm going to call human or volunteer resources. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, space. Hmm. Uh, Every church that I've ever consulted with or done coaching with space is a limited commodity. Yeah. And we often need more. By the way, uh, uh, anybody out there in podcast land, if you do work at a church, you know how important closet space is. Oh, the (laughs) coveted closet space. Mm -hmm. And there have been turf wars, turf (laughs) battles over who gets that, you know, six by eight foot closet. My point is, is that volunteers, limited resource. Space, limited resource. Maybe it's a space for the youth group Mm -hmm. that you're like, hey, we're busting at the seams and you would like to either move into a larger area or even good gracious, like blow out the side of the church and build (laughs) on. Yeah. Well, I made some pretty strong claims with the executive pastor that we needed more space. Mm -hmm. He examined that and said, oh, no, you don't. (laughs) Right. And so you got to be careful. And the third one. okay, we'll go back. Volunteers, space, but also just just hard, cold budget yeah. in cash, mm-hmm. right? So those are typically the three things that I see people... Exaggerating, inflating. Yes. Trying to 
get their way. And which makes sense because I mean, we're, we're leading this thing and we have great vision and we obviously want to see growth and progression and steps forward. So th- it makes sense. Of course, our, our, our vision yes. fills the exaggeration gap it, 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 that it we're does. creating. Jeff, you brought up an interesting point. It's not that we're bad people and that we're trying to exaggerate or we're trying to cry wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's not that we're bored, like the little yeah, yeah. the little mm-hmm. fella. What 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 hopefully you're, not, but <laughs> what you're saying is is that our passion for our area sometimes precludes our frontal cortex of thinking logically about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want what we think we need. And therefore, we imbibe or enrich our story. That is a way that we can cry wolf, especially internally, right? We're talking now about about these resource buckets, and you have a vision. You know where you need to go. You need more space, and you paint a picture that you need more space than you do. That's a form of crying wolf, mm-hmm. right? And we absolutely don't. We don't want to do that. I have been caught. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it what it is, stretching the truth. Right, stretching, stretching your need, and ministry leader out there, I just want to tell you, I, I want you to learn from my mistake. Don't oversell your story. Now, there, there is some truth to the idea that there is somebody out there, who, let's paint a different picture, okay? There, instead of a shepherd out, mm-hmm. crying wolf or you know needing protection from a wolf, let's say that it's a, an individual whose job is on a boat. Or on a ship, and their job is to scoop coal into the firebox in the in the bowels of the ship. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. And their job, scoop coal. Their job, scoop coal. But guess what? They see a leak in the hull of the ship, and water is spraying in. And they're like, "Oh, this, that's not my job. My job is to scoop coal. I'm just gonna." I'm just going to keep to myself. So a fool could also not say anything when there's a true, real danger. There's mm-hmm. a there's a danger of overspeaking, and then there's a danger of not speaking up. Mm-hmm. Do you have any checks or balances to kind of going into those meetings or just having a good self-awareness of where you're at, what your needs are, things of that? Do you have like a <laughs> checklist or like a, a yearly? Well, let's... Okay. You, what yes, I was going to say... Well, Jeff, this is one of my greatest uh, problem areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just being real, yeah. like because I want what I want. And, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but one gauge for me is that I think of a an old an old Western revolver with six bullets in the chamber, mm-hmm. and I think in my mind as a leader that I'm not going to be able to refill those chambers except for one time a year. So I'm going to be conserving my bullets. I'm not going to make big asks around every single corner. And I got to tell you, I speak from experience. I'm usually the problem person who is over asking Mm. and pushing, pushing, pushing the boundaries because I really had a strong vision and I wanted to pull it off. It got me in trouble sometimes, right? Mm. So I would say um, a couple of the boundaries, right, Mm -hmm. for not crying wolf is is slow down slow down your asks and and make fewer big 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 charging pushes i would say also that that's on the staff side mm-hmm. on the volunteer side know your numbers yeah that's super important and it sounds like so basic but there are so many leaders that i know that fundamentally do not know they're like oh we need a lot of volunteers how many oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. well i you know i know i need a lot 
that's not the that's not the answer. If you have yeah. 16, then you have a you can actually go and seek 16 roles. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget, right? We did know our numbers. And when the senior leaders would ask, hey, where are you with recruiting? And I could say we are 23% away from being filled on a Wednesday night. We are still, we're hurting. We're at 68% need still mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning. And that had the appearance that we that we were an engaged leader to the senior leadership mm -hmm. because we knew, you <laughs> because we knew, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, um, if you, that other leader that I spoke about earlier on the podcast, he always thought that he was short yeah. when he was actually full. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, then you don't even know when you've hit the goal. So mm -hmm. I would say know your numbers and slow down on your asks, I guess would be two, two very important things. I guess, hey, guess what? Don't cry wolf. Mm -hmm. Don't exaggerate your ministry needs, right? Yeah, it really can just kind of boil down to as simple as that. Don't don't cry wolf. Don't exaggerate. Yep. Um, it's not really going to help you, I don't think, as, as much. Say they blew out the wall and gave you that 10,000 extra square feet that you asked for and you got every wish that you presented are are you prepped and ready to go that's to, right to back oh, up man. that that request you made because i think yeah that's that could be a danger if if you go into a meeting and you ask yourself if they say yes to all of my requests great am i ready for this am i going to is this ministry going to be better are the my volunteers going to be healthier happier more equipped reach more people because of this yeah mm -hmm. that's right in other words that's a gut check mm -hmm. moment to say you know could i fulfill on this if they were to give me this would i be an effective steward of this yeah right that's genius jeff i think that's fantastic so at the end of the day gang don't exaggerate the needs of your ministry don't find yourself being characterized as an exaggerated tailspinner of half half truths yeah in order to get your way. I'm telling you, I speak from experience, it will hurt you. Mm -hmm. So gang, this has been the Lead Volunteers Podcast. Whether it comes to down to volunteers or whether it comes to staff relationships, know your numbers, know the reality, ask less and ask in a more effective way. But in closing, make sure that you could fulfill on what you asked if they gave you that mm -hmm. right i'm very I, I think that's a genius thing um gang this has been fun this is again has been the lead volunteers podcast we want you to be successful in ministry we want to help you to learn how to more effectively recruit train and retain volunteers so that you yes you don't experience ministry burnout the kingdom is better if you stay healthy the kingdom is better if you stay in this for the long term. And mm -hmm. we're here to help you do that. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next time.